the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined by the most important guest I'll ever have. The woman that's responsible for giving me life, my mother. Thanks for joining the show, my dukes. You're welcome, baby. Um, this week, I just wanted to talk about, I guess, things that I feel made me different in life and how appreciative I am for those things. I know that um, I enjoyed a very unique childhood because of you. I know that... Um, Man, my circumstances and my situation was not um like my like many from my peer group and I'm I'm really thankful for that. Um I think that you in your own unique way wanted to did you want to give me something different? Like did you think that was normal? <laughs> it was the best that I could do. I was forced into a situation that I had no control of. And I was in survival mode. So I had Absolutely. to do whatever I had to do to And I survive. think that you did great things. I think that you did great things. You well, Thank you, son. Provided. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without your help and your support. So I, help, I thank you as well. I appreciate that. Nobody says that to their kids. But, like, you know, I, um, I was born in the greatest city in the world. And uh, I got to go to school in God's country. I got to experience uh, a lot of things I don't think uh, I would have clinged to or wanted um, if my circumstances were different. Um, and that's what I wanted to record in this episode. Um, I remember being a kid in your custody. <laughs> and um, it was just a lot going on. And I'm like, I'm really thankful for it. I got to see and taste and be in a lot of different places on earth. And now that I'm of an age where I think those things are probably appropriate, the opportunities just aren't the same. So I'm I'm grateful I got to ride coattails and tag along with people <laughs> moving into the world and doing things at like a really young age. Uh, I just remember being a part of of everything. I mean, that's that's something I probably can't give to my kids if I even decide to go that route. So, you know, I know a lot of it was hustle. Uh, a lot of it was good luck, magic. Uh, but I don't think you planned for a lot of that stuff. Um, I, I think that that was kind of the why it was fun. Uh, survival mode. Uh, most people don't find <laughs> most people don't find themselves homeless with private jets. So, you know, uh, being able to leave the country, the city, the state, um, and maybe carry on like usual was something that I was really thankful for because that's the way I live my life now. I think that I look at a lot of things and I see them as temporary because of those experiences. Well, because of those experiences, it should encourage you to continue to do. I mean, because um, 
back in the 90s when I was going through my struggle, things were worse. Um, I was a single parent and um, I was just, I was very blessed and I had a lot of opportunities. I was exposed to a lot of nice people that had connections that made, you know, that was able to provide, you know, hotel accommodations, car rentals, and you were very helpful because you sacrificed a lot as well as myself for us to get some enjoyment out of life. So, I mean, the joy did come with the pain. So, but I mean, I'm thankful for that. I'm real thankful for that. I know that um, it's a different, it's, it's a different circumstance to live. I don't want to say lavishly for most of the week, but it is different to to have to go back to your grandmama house in the hood on the weekend, every weekend <laughs> when you, uh, you know, you're used to being in like the, I don't know, like just in a, a different environment, but I, 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 I thought it was normal and I enjoyed it. I don't know if it made me a balanced person, but I definitely see the lifestyle that I build for myself and the, um, the people I interact with in life, you know, like I, um, I know that you've always been a little ashamed of me because I, I I'm rough around the edges. Um, and I know when I was a young kid, it was very raw. And I know that, you know, I was a, I was a wild kid, but I had good intentions and I learned how to turn some of that into some of those things into positives. And I mean, a lot of those um, experiences gave me skills, like in life. And I mean, I think that as I get older, I want to compartmentalize those skills. I don't know if I hide those skills or deny those skills. I'm not ashamed of myself, where I'm from or anything like that, but I definitely go the opposite direction because I know that there are other opportunities and I don't know if it's because of exposure and at a young age seeing um, things and not, you know, uh, clinging hold to them. But I I definitely in my adulthood see the, the roundness. I see how easy it is to go to different directions and I have thoughts where I, uh, I, I'm able to pull myself back to a positive place because of those experiences. So thank you. You're very welcome. But when you were a child, you behaved as a child because you were. And now that you're becoming a man, you just have to act like a man. There is no book of life. There are no rules. You just, you know, you have to stay focused. You know, best book that you can have you can always use that as a reference Mm -hmm. and that is what I consider a book of life and you know without my faith I don't think I would have made it to the point that I have today and I'm just very thankful that I was able to give you uh, as much as I did in life you had much more than I had and I planned the life I thought that, you know, would be 
the perfect life for a kid, but I think it was, life is unpredictable. I, you just never know yeah. what cards you're going to be dealt. I, and and I mean, again, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I think I started I, I started hustling at a young age. I started working as soon as I could, and I mean, the only time I've ever found myself out of work was as an adult. I think that's the craziest thing the only time in my life that i can look back and actually see myself not at a job was as an adult man um and i don't know if that's because when you're a kid you're cute and you can sell anything but um you know that that work ethic is very real and i see it in my relationships and life now um I had a really good awakening because I had a relationship with someone who didn't understand um, or appreciate or respect my endeavors. I'm, I monetize a lot of things. And as you know, <laughs> that's what I am most into is turning nothing into change because that's the fuel of life. I um, recorded an episode with my father, a very brief episode. And, um, you know, the only, I think my father's only told me two or three things in life. The third thing I really can't remember. The second is nice guys finish last. Uh, And the, (laughs) the first thing is get that paper, you know, like that's, that's, that's it. Like all that really matters is money is 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 kind of the i think the blueprint that i've seen and i've never lived my life that way i know that i don't like to spend money and i've i changed that habit um i know that i increased my spending over the last year or two and obviously it's because of where i live and this absolutely but you know it's just that that lifestyle change gave me a lot of um, experience and it just solidified to me the values, the scruples, as my mama calls it, uh, that I grew up with. Um, money is important, but... It's not everything. It's not everything. But you can't do anything without money. Exactly. And I mean, also, it's a... Um, it's, it's Money's fake. Money's not a real thing because I can humbly, I can say that I could live a a crazy lifestyle if I really wanted to, but that's not what pleases God. And that's not what pleases my, my spirit. So again, in reading the book of life, knowing that the root of evil, the root of the root of evil is the love of money. It's not money itself. It's the lifestyle that we create that as a man, I would create trying to seduce women, allure women, um, or control people with the leverage of money. And I'll never fall to that particular sin. There's a multitude of sins and I struggle. Um, I struggle with sin, Ma, um, as as many of us know the only ones who don't struggle with sin are the ones that succumb to sin. And I would be lying if I said I have not succumbed to sin as well, but those are the lessons that I learned in your household. Another lesson that I learned from you that I think has carried me far 
um, is learning, knowledge, information, education. Um, my mom was very busy growing up. So, I mean, I learned in middle school that if I wanted to go to college, I would have to get myself there. I mean, it's a, my mama can't hand it to me. So I learned um, the value of actually knowing things and not the importance of grades. And you taught me that because I, I, I went to, I went to a grade school system actually. Um, and I'm very thankful. Um, and I'm also thankful that my parents were emotionally abusive and they would take me to, to the hood schools too just to see what I was missing out on, just to see what I wasn't learning in my schools. So that's called life education there. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I appreciate it because cause it, it, it was. And, the, and they, they, do, they do teach different things uh, at different schools. And luckily I was able to have some friends, uh, you know, in, 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 in different schools and kids I could, relate to and try to learn and understand from. So, I mean... Everybody need book sense and street sense. Yeah, and in your household, you like to make sure that they everybody gets the crash courses, which is beautiful. We got to. It's called survival. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot, and I mean, I continue to learn a lot, but what lesson sticks out to me the most is lessons I always learned from my, my little mom, you know? Um people mistaken kindness for weakness is great um generosity is great betrayal is something that comes with life and i mean being able to just see that and satan will use whoever and whatever he can to distract you and get you off the path of righteousness amen and he has um when you feel the devil's nostrils on the back of your neck you start to, you know, you really reflect on the things and the decisions that you've made. And, um, you know, I, I've definitely come to grips with bad decisions I've made and um, things that I've done that are not pleasing to God. So there is that. Um, and I know that I continue to do things that are disappointing. But... Um, all have you asked for forgiveness oh i've 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 given um i've given repentance but i'm i'm certainly not done um i'm certainly not done um and i'm just glad that at least i'm at the point where i can acknowledge my behaviors and the things that i've done to 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 to, to affect god um god loves us very much god loves me and God doesn't want me to make a lot of decisions that I've made that are not pleasing to him, uh, things that I do that are not pleasing to him. Uh, if I truly love him, um, that's 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 what my life will showcase. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm making my moves. I'm doing what I need to do for um, my greater purpose. But I wanted to just thank you because I know that I have experienced so much um, in life because of you. And I know that as a young man, I was able to live the life that I want to live now because of you. Um, 
just a millionaire's lifestyle is not what we experience in life. Being exposed to that um, and being able to just see what all goes into those things is um, it's life changing. And I just, I don't want to ever, I don't want to ever get lost in um, minutia again, because you don't want to go backwards. You want to go forward and we're going to have stumbling blocks along the way. Mm -hmm. But when you fall down, you just got to get up and keep on striving. And you know, it's all things are achievable as long as you keep God first. Yeah. And I mean, the I I don't want I, I don't want to say I got lost in trying to find someone to chase God with, but I know I was not chasing God. So that was a mistake that I had made, and I'm clearly aware and moving in the right direction now because. God will always be truth. He will always be right. Um, and, and following him will always, always be true for me. And I'll always be right. And in chasing that righteousness, um, you know, those blessings that we all seek will come. Hopefully uh, my blessings will definitely be received and I can bleed blessings into those around me. And that's really what my goal is. Um, I've changed a lot of things in my lifestyle. I've made a lot of adjustments and I continue to grow. And I'm just, I'm, I'm at a good place right now in my life where I'm just at that perspective and my appreciation runs very deep. Um, I know I wanted to make time for, for us to discuss some things because those are the things that leave me who I am today. Uh, I don't think that if um, I know my life would be very different if certain things didn't happen and I don't I, I don't want to change anything for my life. So as a uh, perfect parent, I want to thank you for the environment you created, all your hard work, all the sacrifices that you made, all the countless, countless um gestures uh through the years that you've um made effortlessly because you had a vision and i i know that you are still building your vision and you're still active in the lives of other people and bettering other people and helping people that uh could benefit from you so how do you i don't want to say why how do you do it I do it because I want to help people. I think everybody has a purpose in life. And I think that is my purpose and my calling to help people. You know, somebody helped me along the way and I feel like it's my duty to help others. So my living will not be in vain. So I enjoy what I do. I love people. Um, there was no blueprint in my life, you know, but I thought that I planned my life perfectly, you know, to have my child and family and do things. Um, at the time I had my child, I had the perfect job. And, well, I had a job, which was a blessing. We got to travel. We had an opportunity 
to do a whole lot of things. And I thank God for the opportunity. I thank, you know, God for you that you were understanding that you couldn't wear Air Jordans when you were 14, like maybe the rest of your peers. But, yeah, you know. Shack shoes, though, that was dope. I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember we used to go to Kmart. And I remember uh, you remember the dollar. We went to Kmart, Walmart, but, all in Mars. But, but TJ I was Max. smooth with it though. Like I remember, I remember like <laughs> Marshall. And uh, I, I remember the tigers. I used to man, I used to sell the tigers on my regatta shirts. I used to <laughs> put the little sailboats on the shirts. I used to get the polos. <laughs> um, I used to do all that. I remember we used to go to half a half. Uh, that was my yeah. junk because you get all the designer clothes. But you gotta go home and like you gotta you gotta alter them a little bit. You gotta you gotta do something to them to make them fit right. Because when you in sixth seventh grade, you feel me? You you want a long sleeve, not a three quarter sleeve in the Midwest. Like, <laughs> but nobody knew but me, you, and God. You know, like, everybody God damn, thought we was going to Dillon's and Macy's. <laughs> like, I got a six X. You just talking about roll it and fold it. I, I learned so much about. Uh, customizing uh clothes um because it was just i don't know ignorant i was a little you had a very ignorant son i don't know how how your child was so ghetto but i remember i used to iron my clothes with baby powder and water um I don't, and cologne man i just i that was just like that was it to me was um having to make my own clothes just because i wanted to like i wanted it to look like it was designer but I threw it. It worked. <laughs> Did nobody know? <laughs> but I think we had the basic necessities in life. We had a roof over our head. I mean, we had food, shelter, lights on. What I'm saying, it, it's um, it feels good now, and it's funny. But like, it's just interesting being. What is it like? Uh, don't they just just being impoverished? Uh, we're broke, rich. Being being the help and taking over the house like that's just it was just a series of evolutions and I mean patience is what I think you observed because I certainly remember uh, the transition I remember when lifestyle started changing going from first class trips to uh, to Europe riding a fancy plane I don't even remember what the name of the Concord. Like riding the channels and just doing all, you know what I mean. Staying in nice hotels, just just you know doing very lavish things, and all of a sudden it's like a kid, and you got to make some money, and we got to make this happen. And it wasn't a, um, I don't think it was like a panic response for me. And I don't know if that was because I was so young, but like it was a mission. And I mean, we did it. That's the crazy part to me. I remember, I remember hustling. I remember going to Atlanta and St. Louis and working Tom Joyner shows and going to, you know what I'm saying? Award, just everything. Uh, you going to award shows, going to LA, going to uh, Atlanta and going to, to the East coast. And you know what I'm saying? Like always yeah. going and, being able to to I don't know rebound and get back um, through just moves and and I learned that from you because patience my dear yeah. 
patience, what I always try to tell you. You just got to wait till your time comes. Everybody is going to have a chance and an opportunity. Yeah. You know, you always hear people say, uh, you call on the Lord, you expect him to answer right now. But he doesn't always come when you need him, but he's always right on time. Amen. And he is. Amen. So. I mean, I'm, I'm, God was with you. I know as a young man, I, I had a, a connection with God and I know I used to be able to speak to God um, on tap. And as I've gotten older, it's true. Uh, that voice, it just, it dims. And I mean, it used to be so loud with me when I was a kid. Um, and now it's not even a whisper. Um, and that really kind of, that really hurts my soul a little bit, but I'm sure that's my doing. A whisper is better than not, it's total silence. Well, so as long as you have some type of connection that works. Yeah. But I just, I, I know what it was like to, to see and feel and hear God, to really be connected like that and to have ultimate spiritual discipline. Um, that's, that's something that I've been, I've been fighting for, for a long time. I mean, it's not the same as when you're a, a child, but I definitely, I, I've, I've been fighting for it. And as I get older, I do see, I see how real spiritual warfare is because I, I, I read, I'm in God's word every day. I, I pray to God decently and I'm nowhere near where I need to be because I have so much work I need to do for the Lord and I don't know I just am, am I a bad Christian if I don't feel bad about that I mean if I'm encouraged in the fact that it's it, it's building I don't I don't take it too terribly lightly or easily but I definitely have learned through my faith. I can't beat myself up because that means I don't have faith if I beat myself up. That means I don't believe in God. But you have to accept the fact that Satan has a job also. So when Satan sees you trying to get close to God, he is going to get busy. Yes. And that's that's when you just have to, to keep it moving. Tell Satan, step on Satan, tell him to get back. I don't I don't like the um allegory because I do believe that I am um very much playing in Satan's den at times and I I, I, I say it very seriously where I know that I have um I have him. And, and, you know, in, in close proximity and I can feel when I'm in control, I can feel when I succumb and I just, you know, I just, I have that, um, I have that awareness. I just want to make sure that I'm now mounting, um, an offense, you know, I'm actually fighting this battle so I can win the war because I have been very honest with you. I, I definitely sin. I sin. I, I, I struggle with this with some sins uh, and I fall into others. 
I, I, I repent and I try to, to get that connection and that forgiveness to allow me to, to move to the next stages of my life. And I just, I, I see where there's a deficit at this point. Um, and it's not for lack of trying. It's just the realities of life. Because like I said, I don't beat myself up too badly because I look up to God. And God is infinitely perfect. I am, I could, I could never make another mistake. And God is the only perfect being. Absolutely. Nobody is perfect. But I could not make a mistake for the rest of my life. I could not sin for the rest of my life. I could a lot of things, but I would still be the same broken sinner. That's what differentiates Jesus from a broken man like me is that he was perfect. And that gives me something to look up to. That doesn't mean that I'm not, that I, that I can't eventually be, um, be like, be like, but I think it's blasphemous to try to say that you're a perfect being. And I don't like when Christians wrap themselves, um, in a sheer of ego that really bothers me because my mama took me to Every, every church in the world and I've seen God work on people's souls I've seen um, the, the powerful transformative uh, power uh, uh, in your life in my life um, so I know that it, it is it's possible it, it is I mean it, it is what it is so I just have to remain steadfast disciplined and humble yeah. and faithful i don't know if I, I i i used to think that i struggled with uh humility i used to think that i was really really um arrogant i don't think i am i'm starting to feel a lot more confident in that and less um of an air so that's probably a good thing um i don't know if that's because maybe i'm looking down on people now <laughs> but it's it's it is a, a a real thing like i don't try to look down on anybody but i do see where people are just broken and people are is that meeting them where they're at is just seeing that some people are consumed with the devil some people are evil acknowledging that is is that a good thing well, you know, when people learn better, they do better. You know, a lot of times people just don't know. They have not been exposed to to church or, you know, Christianity, you know, that they just don't know. So until they are taught, then they may know better. I just, I used to hate going to church. I hated going to church. Uh, you went to church I don't think you missed a church on Sunday uh, very, very rarely until I left. Um, I don't think that was for you. I don't think that you, well, I'm not saying that you weren't disciplined, but I think you did. Do you do that for your kids? What, take them to church? It's miserable, yeah. I used to do that to my wife. It's it's not, no one likes it uh, and, and, and that's my that was my greatest joy in being married was being able to present um a family to god um and i i, I guess i i guess i was able to share in that joy but i know growing up 
that, that was the most miserable day of the week was uh, Sunday morning because you're a kid. You think you're going to outsleep it. You think you're going to fake sick it. You know what I mean? Like you, you... And get rewarded with dinner afterwards. That was your payment. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, only, you... that's the only payment. Come on now. Do you remember Golden Corral? Like, how much was that? Was that like six bucks? Yeah, six or seven dollars. I remember I broke. I remember I broke my mama so many times trying to go to Golden Damn Corral. Um, I remember cutting the grass. I would try to fight for some Golden Corral. Um, those were the days. I think those are some of the best memories I had. I remember um, you remember my friend Nick. Mhm. I had a friend once that broke my heart. Uh, I, I begged my mama to go to the buffet and then I take this fool with me and he couldn't even eat. Because his parents put him on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> I used to tear that. I used to tear the Golden uh, Corral up. So thank you for that. I just. Ponderosa. Remember Ponderosa had that buffet in Piccadilly's? Where did we go to? No, I remember. I, that was out west, Sizzler. Uh-huh. That's when we went to Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay. I'm like I think the closest Sizzler was like in Iowa or something like that. Like I used to love Sizzler. What do those even exist anymore? Like I stop you know, they've closed they've closed the um golden corrals too because they're buffets. Yeah. And with the pandemic, yeah. you know, we can't have all that. So the days are different now. Yeah, I mean, but and that's my point. It's just the gluttony and the, you know, the simplicity of it. Like I was living and dying to go to the buffet. And it's relatively cheap, especially when you look back now. But I remember that was like, that was a big deal. That was like a twenty dollar ticket to me. Like that, I remember budget was tight. And remember, everybody that would be at the buffet would be fat people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. Um, that's I did stop eating buffets by about high school because uh remember uh Kansas City, Missouri was the number one fattest city in the country. Mm-hmm. Like nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. And um that's when everybody got on the, the that was the first major health kick I remember. Um because it was just crazy. Like a little town where everybody's eating up everything. And it, you know what I mean? It just happens so fast. Um, but yeah, I um, I definitely, definitely uh, have fond memories of that. Just the struggle. I remember another beautiful thing that uh, you were able to give me was um, my mama don't don't cook. So I do cook. I don't know why you say that, Brian. You just don't appreciate or like my cooking. Uh-huh. So. I remember cooking for my mama every day after work because I figured that was the least I could do because my mama doesn't have children. She has employees. Um, and I know I would get my little jobs, my little hustles together. Um, and I just, you know, I remember learning how what knife skills and the mother sauces at Job Corps as a kid, just soaking up knowledge, figuring out what these uh, older teenagers are doing. You know, what are the older kids learning? It's like, oh, this is the job you're going to get? You know, just learning from them and that immersion that was just big uh, for you. Because um, you weren't a helicopter parent. You were not that, like, I don't even know if you ever went to a PTA meeting. My mom was gangster. She just 
you know, point and click. Like <laughs> you sign checks and, and and you know what I mean? Like you, you just did a lot of signatures, which was which was great. But like, you know, I love I did go to PTA did meetings, you? parent teachers conference, debate tournaments. No, nah, you didn't you, you didn't go to none of that stuff until the boys started winning. I remember that. I remember I remember crying at so many football practices because I would always make the team, but I would never play. And <laughs> <laughs> so like like my mama wouldn't come and watch me practice. So because your mama was at work. Yeah. Remember, I worked nights from 1 p.m. to 11 at night. That was the worst experience. Uh, it's like it's like there was like two hundred dudes on the high school football team, and we did not. The black kids did not start where I went to school at, so it was just like crazy. It was very political, um, but it was what it was. Um, so I just I just remember like how important it was for you, for me to always have my obligations whether it was a job a club a sport activity a hustle a hobby whatever it was um but i spent a lot i i I I loved it because i got to spend that time alone um and you had everything that you needed you had your tv your games all your whatever you wanted right i'm just saying that it was different it was very different because I think that that was just your thing, um, I'm, you know, to to give me opportunities, and I was I was always exhausted. I remember by my senior year in high school, it it like it blew our minds how much our parents gave us, whether it was tournaments or camps or uh, what cars or clothes. I mean, just the, the yeah, man. Like I had friends. You already know. Like their parents would spend ten, twelve thousand dollars on them for uh, summer camps, and I remember I blew my opportunity um, for the one camp that I could afford, and um, I think that was something that really changed a lot for me. Actually, do you? I remember I got into the University of Oregon as a teenager, and I wanted to blow that opportunity um, because I just didn't realize how successful I was. Um, And I I just remember like how significant that was. And you guys just, I don't know. I feel like I embarrassed (laughs) y'all. Growing pains. Yeah. It was, it was a very uncomfortable situation. You were probably the only Brown person there Uh in three States. Um, but I, I just, I, I didn't realize the, uh, enormity of the, uh, opportunity. Uh, I didn't realize that I was really being set up for, uh, for greatness. I think if I would have made that transaction, my whole life would have been, yeah. um, and I mean, my, my mama still loved me despite, um, yeah. And that's all behind you. So we can't go and re- regroup that. We just got to. Make it to the finish line now. Yeah. So, but I mean, those are the experiences, like I said, that changed me, and uh, I, I just, I appreciate how graceful you were in the face of every adversity, because you could have 
and threatened to do so many things. Um, Boy, you think I'm a stroke out over you? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I was, I, I remember fixing it though. I, I think I remember going the delinquent route for a very brief period. And then I just was, you know, just a, a, a what, a, a mischievous kid, a wild kid for a very brief period, but I got it together. I guess you was just testing me to just see how far you could. No, nah, I mean, I think you had a, nah, you, you, you had a, you had a pretty <laughs> tight ship at home. I mean, I knew better than the stop playing. My mama was the mama that would shit. If you would take <laughs> your keys, niggas would get evicted uh, for coming home late, for uh, just not doing your job uh, and, and those little mistakes. I remember, you know, in the wintertime, I remember I used to always call it the planet of Hoth because uh, I'd have to go to my little uh, nerdy friends and watch Star Wars and my mama kicked me out. Um, <laughs> but I remember many times um, that little latch key getting yanked uh, or even what? Uh, doors that, that were supposed to be open being locked, just whatever. But that was your, um, those are your boundaries. I mean, that was just like you said, you ain't you ain't worrying about nothing. You ain't gonna. I'm not going to affect your mind share, and I think that that's great because that gave me independence. I see a lot of young people now, um, young men that are like 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and they don't have that departure from their mother yet. I don't blame them. I do blame the mothers. Because I think that you had a very clear vision that you wanted me to be independent. And I mean, as a man, I've had myself in, and I've had to go back to those lessons to survive, to make it, to, to, to not have uh, um, what I want, but use what I need. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I know that that is a unique school of parenting. Um, and I mean, don't forget, don't forget that you had a partner at one point for a period. And I mean, <laughs> you know, Pops is crazy. I love it. But he also, you know, y'all like to play those hustle games with me. And I, I really, you know, I think, I think it really worked out on the back end for me because obviously moving in the world and being around different people, I can just, I can relate, but I don't want them to know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, it really, I think, uh, gave me a good foundation for things. And I was able to use those experiences to what, um, I don't know if it's assimilate, um, but I was able to go to new opportunities, the opportunities I knew the world didn't want for me. And I think that was something that you can't teach. I think that right. I can view the world and I, I can either decipher things or my code switching has just become that natural. Um, you know, um, I look back at Barack Obama talking about this. You know, he is very much someone that I would look to as almost a peer, because if he doesn't act like a 
grown biracial man who has grandparents from Kansas, from Lawrence, um, and acts like the people in your community, I really don't know who you would use as a representative because that's who I feel Obama is. He just acts like like that grandchild. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I think I see your vision and I, I appreciate all the lessons. Um, I know I'll never be able to have that diverse of a life ever again. Um, Why you say that? I don't think I'd want to. I definitely wouldn't want to. I don't want to. I live in the hood now. I don't want to. I don't want to play this up and then do something nice and have to come back. Like I want to, I want to just, and I, I'm not driven to just ball either. I'm, I, you know, I'm driven to provide for my family to give them opportunities that they've never experienced. I think that's my greatest joy as a man is showing a woman something she's never seen before. Um, and I'm learning that I can do that. And I do that. Um, the gift or the blessing isn't when someone appreciates it or reciprocates it. That's been a big thing for me this last six months. I think um, I went on a cruise in, in January and I'd spent a lot of money for someone that was special to me. And it, 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 it was an epiphany because I realized that that person cannot, will not do anything special for me especially if it had a monetary cost. And I, I carried that knowledge with me, you know, and it just, I don't know. I think it just really helps me trust my instincts and myself because my mind is pretty sound. Uh, My eyes work. The things that I see aren't, you know what I mean? They aren't. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm, I'm, I, I have that hindsight of perspective. Do you remember that game? What game? It is what it is game? Mm-mm. Oh, we used to tear that game up. We used to have all the, um, and see, the old school blackboard games. Uh, wasn't it like the Martin Luther King game? They had the it is what it is game. There was, um, you know, all the all, all all of the versions of those good board games. I remember playing those growing up. And, I mean, y'all didn't play like kids. Y'all played like adults. And once you got done with the board game or two, I remember y'all breaking into the backgammon and things really getting, getting tense, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Something I never did play was dominoes, though. I played dominoes low-key, lightly, but it's um, – I, you remember I used to play at the barbershop. Mm-hmm. I started playing dominoes again when I went to Cuba. Um, that's all they do. The guys just, they get, they smoke cigarettes and play dominoes all damn night. Just get drunk. Um, it's it's dope. It's dope, but it's like, it's real. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had enough game to, to put some money on the table myself, but um, that's when I got back into playing dominoes again. I remember that was a, a really fun experience. I appreciate you uh, getting on my show. I just wanted to, I just really wanted to thank you for giving me a childhood that I know likely no one else was able to experience. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think that I'll ever fully process the life that 
that you had given me. Uh, I think we're both shaking our heads saying, how do we do it? Well, yeah, like, I didn't do it by myself, you know. I had friends and family to help me along the way. And the main thing, God was just with me. So it's just a, it's a hugely different environment to go through those circumstances and well you got to give yourself credit too because you know you you were anxious and hungry you wanted to see the world you wanted to learn and experience different countries and types of foods and types of travel and all that so i think that was your pressure because the the little stuck up kids from jack and jill when um because I was, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit of an outlier. I remember that my whole life. I was a little, I was the little hood rat. Um, and not really, I remember you wanted to be the hood rat, that's why you living in Suitland, Maryland now because <laughs> you never had the opportunity to be a hood rat. I just remember going to parties and being around every, I mean, just always being the, the wild one and everybody just acting. Come on now, I remember my grandmama called me a demon one time. And I don't know. It, I was, I think I was, I, I couldn't have been eight years old. And I think I was trying to steal her car. No, it was my car. Uh-huh. You weren't trying to steal it. You was just ready to go. We were at the video shop. Eight-year-olds shouldn't know how to drive. <laughs> well, I had a stick shift, so. I was able to pump that thing from first to second, I bet. <laughs> I, I know how the gears work. Uh, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I just remember being very young and aware and I always wanted to hustle like I remember panhandling in Barbados like I remember you know what I'm saying like just hustling in Miami like doing dumb stuff as a kid and I don't know like I remember going to Denver and rapping like I remember doing just dumb little stuff that going to London and walking to the store for your mom and your auntie getting us food Mm -hmm. Bringing it back. I was the plug. I was the plug. <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll never have that. Confidence. Nothing but God. Nothing but God. I could have been arrested for sending my son yeah. to a store by himself. A lot of things. But um, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it was God. I mean, I was, I was protected. I know that I had yes. a lot of circumstances that that's the only way I, 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 that's the only reason um, I probably came out of it because kids shouldn't be in a lot of those situations, not because of negligence, um, but because of curiosity. Um, with all that being said, I, 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 I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful that I got to experience that because there are a lot of kids that have parents that, um, limit their movements and restrict them and they don't get to encounter danger as a kid or and and unfortunately I don't think a lot of these kids would survive those situations right so I mean the I don't know the combination the savvy of being able to do it both ways really worked out for me and I want to thank you for that and I want to thank you too son for being a good son because you could have Caused me a lot of grief. I did the best that I could. There was no book to teach me how I, to be a parent. I did better than um, I deserved. So I appreciate that. Um, I hope that I can get you back on another episode. I just wanted to record with you because 
um, you are the reason why I am who I am. And I'm so thankful um, because I don't want to be anybody else, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm pretty proud of myself and I'm able to enjoy um, the fruits of my labor. Uh, I really, really am. I'm thankful for where I'm at in life. And I'm focused on where I want to be. I think you're very fortunate. I, you know, you're self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. You you had a game plan. Nice. Now you need to just work your plan. I still got a game plan. I just, again, I, uh, I, I did make some adjustments. I mean, my greatest thrill in life is hustling. Like, that's what I love doing. I love to have a reason to get a dollar. So I'm never going to give that up. And I guess I just needed to the point of clarity to get there because that's one of the most absurd things I've ever heard. Um, and as you know, um, money makes the world go round. So right. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep trying to you know get get them coins, and uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll... Just keep God first. Amen. You you already know. It's, it's... And money's not everything. <laughs> it's I, I never thought it was everything, but I'm learning that money can get you anything. Um, you can get you what you want, but you got to but I'm not gonna have it. other I'm things. I'm not gonna too. use it for that and I don't. I just um I just stay encouraged that I can um f- I can fulfill my joy. And I mean if that's if that's running some personal training and getting uh some change on that, if that's doing this show, if that's selling some stuff, you know what I mean? If that's creating uh something that gets me five or ten dollars, I'm 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 more excited about that than a a real payday because my mama taught me when I was a kid that that's what the juice is. Like that's that's what you need. That's how that's how this whole thing's gonna work. Um is that you you gotta be disciplined. You gotta go to church. You gotta go to your job. You got to you show up for the people that matter to you and you have to, you know, always be moving. Um, I saw you do that and you, you beat every miracle. Um, Cause I know that there were challenges. I know that there were moments where things seemed impossible um, and you, you were brave and you fought through those, you know, like, my my greatest hero um you know <laughs> with i remember me doing doing my little wild stuff and just knowing that we ain't had no time for that like really there was no time for that like we can't even we can't even pretend right now like you you might want to you you might go to that school for a little bit but when you get back just remember <laughs> so i thank you for that you're quite welcome. And I thank you for the man that you have become and content, continue to strive for perfection. And remember, I'm your I'm your mama. I'm not your friend. I'm your biggest fan and I support all the right things that you do. And I appreciate that. I am. Um, I'm definitely looking to 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 grow in the right direction and you you taught me everything I need to get there. So work in progress. Okay. Yeah. We'll take that. If anybody wants to catch up social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Elba till the next episode.
Peace. Bye-bye.